This is the voice of flatness. Kinetic precision. New Hampshire. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, uh, Almost is here. Number one. Thank you, sir. Tuck is here. Kevin, welcome. CJ Stevens, who inspired the opening this morning. And uh, who else is? Uh, Brian. Brian is here. Welcome aboard. Well, hi. Happy Sunday. Paul is here. Paul's been grinding all morning. Ooh, dust collection. We're going to talk dust collection one of these days. Uh, actually, let's talk about it today. It's on the list. Seeing as uh, shop org is part of today's discussion, we might as well talk about shop cleaning, especially when grinding. Hey, Al. Welcome aboard. You look like a new name at least here. <laughs> we'll figure out the uh, the anthem. Bob Labs is here. All rise. MS Live, welcome. Nice to see everybody. It's a great day today. Let's see. I, I usually give you the current temperature. Current temperature in... Uh, New Hampshire, in southern New Hampshire, 48 degrees, which is amazing. And don't forget, it is February 12th. John Trevick, welcome aboard, sir. We see some new names this morning. That's excellent. We are ramping up to our usual uh, craziness. We have seven concurrent viewers and uh, more coming. How is everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. Hope you had a great week. Paul Morley reports 58 in North Dallas. That's actually quite pleasant in North Dallas. That's pretty nice. Kevin Blodgett reports 37 in Oregon. And those are freedom units. 37 Fahrenheit. How come Celsius and centigrade have two different ways of uh, naming it, but only, uh, only one for Fahrenheit? Speeding ticket. So we'll talk about the lightning. We're getting there. <laughs> I will I will answer that question uh, in the appropriate time. Uh, the short answer is no. No tickets. I have not been incarcerated. Convicted? No, never convicted. But uh, definitely enjoying the experience. So uh, let's see. That is, on the, that is on the docket for today. Actually, it's one of the first things on the docket. Brian reports 49 degrees in Northeast Ohio. Almost Machining reports 62 Fahrenheit, about six miles as the crow flies from Super Bowl Stadium. I don't understand. What is a Super Bowl? Super Bowl. I do not understand. Oh, you, it's a typo. I think he meant to say Superb Owl. I think that's what you're talking about, right? Right? <laughs> there will be no football discussions here on this uh, in this chat room. Ron Rinock reports 43 and sunny in northern Michigan. That's quite pleasant. Actually, um, I have some connections in northern Michigan. Nice. Well, uh, it's beautiful here. It is partly cloudy and, and really nice to be outside. For New Hampshire, it's balmy. So uh, I, think, uh, I think we're doing okay. So who else is going to uh, check in on the on the chat today? 
Wow. <laughs> Almost Machining says, it is when you go to Olive Garden and order a gallon of Zupa Tuscana. Tuscany. Oh, Tuscan soup. <laughs> I'm in. Blake reports 44 Fahrenheit in western New York. And there is a lot of western to New York. Uh, Bob Labs reports 50 and sunny in Chai Town. I believe that's in the middle somewhere. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, I can report to everybody that we have, this, this just in, we have 16 seconds of lag. Which is down from I thought it was twenty five a while back, but we're doing uh, we're doing better. Only sixteen seconds of lag. Well, let's see. Uh, we're coming up on five minutes after the hour. I think we could start on our agenda. So, uh, so Paul morally helps us out here. Superbly, super exaggerated statements not to be taken literally. Superbly, excellent. Thank you. Got some vocabulary work here today. So, uh, fun week. Didn't get some stuff done that I wanted to get done in the shop. Isn't that always the story? I wanted to get some lapping uh, done. But I got some other things done. And we will talk about that. So, we might as well launch this thing with the, uh, the Ford Lightning update. And so far, the, it's been going great. I love the vehicle. I think the biggest impact to me in my operations is having a truck. I'm a truck guy now. <laughs> and hauling hauling a whole bunch of stuff to the dump. I'm sorry, the transfer station, we have to be politically correct, uh, was a truly religious experience. It was awesome. Uh, so that was the first major uh like realization that I'm a truck guy now. Uh, I want to say uh, thank you very much to my friend Adam Brunette of MHM Machining. You could find him on these here YouTubes uh, as well as Instagram. So Adam, uh, we text a bunch and he shoots me this screenshot of a Facebook marketplace ad for the new hotshot oven. And it said never used. One in a raffle and never used. Well, it was a really nice guy, John, and he was in uh, um, Central Mass. So I contacted him and I said, <laughs> Brian says, truck guy, about time. I know, I said, I'm slow, okay? Actually, I was called a truck guy when I got the Ford Flex, but everybody knows that's not a truck. It, it's a truck underneath, but it's not a truck on top. So anyway, I I, I grabbed this uh, oven, this hot shot from this gentleman, and I did a another big truck loop. I took I took my old oven over to my makerspace. So they have the Blue M uh, heat treating oven now. And ran down to what was the name of the town? Holden, Massachusetts, and I bought this uh, other oven. And he was right. It was never plugged in. Never plugged in. It, it was out of its box, but even the, the wire tie that held the, the power cord in place was still there. So I just, I bought it. We, we, we cut a good deal. 
and uh, and I came back, uh, and I was supposed to see Adam. He wasn't feeling well, had a cold. So that truck mission was awesome also. In fact, for that truck mission, another first happened. I, I charged the truck to 100%, which I'd never done before. I've always been charging it to 90%. And uh, I had so much left in the bank when I got home. It was ridiculous. So loving having a truck, loving the Lightning. Um, I don't think I have any major stories about the Lightning. It just oh yeah, almost says I've touched that oven. So if you were at the New York Maker Fair, that's the one. I now own it. Isn't that funny? Uh, and if you've been following on Instagram, you'll see that uh, I made some improvements in the heat treating department in which I flipped over the top of my metal cart that I was using for my ovens because I needed more space. It came out great. So uh, see Instagram for that. I was very happy about that. But the the Lightning is is wonderful. It's a wonderful vehicle. I don't have one complaint. Okay, I have a couple of complaints. I the software user interface and i'm not talking about the in-car user interface that has a few things that could be tweaked up but the identification of version numbers and updates and all that kind of stuff there's still a little bit too much happening behind the curtain for my tastes i want to know like hey i'm halfway uploaded uh, i'm i'm halfway downloaded the new update I'll let you know when I have the whole thing. Uh, I'm ready to install the update tonight. The The update number is this. It's a little hard to find the information, and some of the information you can't find, like, like what it's doing. But putting that aside, I've been extremely happy. No, no, it wasn't the bash. Okay, no, 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 no. We have we've we fixed an error. It was from the New York State Maker Fair. I think if this is like uh, Jimmy Deresta, I believe is one of the spark plugs for that. I think that's where it was. Uh, it was raffled, and he won. Um, <laughs> and conversations are happening in the chat. I'm very happy about that. So. So far, so good on the on the flex. I think our mileage is 600 and something miles. We're over 600 miles. So the 500-mile report, or the 600-mile report, is really loving it. Now, I will point out that that thing is like a pocket rocket. Um, I've never owned a vehicle that accelerates as fast as that thing. Unbelievable. So... I'm not, you know, I'm a little more conservative than I used to be. <laughs> Good thing. Uh, so I'm not exactly stomping on it, but really liking it. Also, hands-free Blue Cruise, it's, I'm starting to really make friends with it and know how to use it. So that's been great. If you have any lightning questions, happy to answer. Put it in the chat, and uh, uh, but totally digging it. So that's the lightning update. Uh, again, if you have any questions throughout the throughout the live today, I'm happy to answer them. Um, so, yeah, there's a football game. Is that today? No, I. You think I'm kidding? I am not kidding. I have no idea if that's today. So, somebody tell me in the chat what's really happening. Is that is that football game happening today? The superb owl. Um, because that might impact our. <laughs> our chat room 
We may be down a few people because of that. I don't know. I don't know when it starts. It probably probably doesn't start yet. So let me know about the uh, the football game. And it's American football, right? Okay. Uh, moving on. So I just posted a video for you 3D printer guys um, on YouTube about a nutating mixer. And I think I've just figured out a really good process improvement in my resin printing. One of the things that happens with resins, I think it doesn't get talked about enough, uh, is that resins can settle out. And I think I, I was observing that. Now they settle out, the ones I'm using settle out very slowly, but I'm not, I'm not resin printing every day. So that's even more of a problem. So I, I came up with this idea to use a lab mixer to mix the resin. And I went on the eBay and I found myself, I didn't know the name of it at first. I knew what it looked like and how it worked. It kind of did this, right? It had a little platform and it just did that. So uh, it turns out it's called a nutating mixer. And I designed and built a uh, 3D printed tray that fit my resin tank. Sorry, in Formlabs language, that's a, a resin cartridge. And then it, it fit the top of this uh, tray on this nutating mixer. And I am very happy. I think we're going to be making this a standard part of the process where um, you know you're going to be doing a bunch of printing, mix the cartridge. Now, I'm less worried about the resin in the tray because at the beginning of a, a, a print cycle, the, the so-called scraper goes back and forth a whole bunch of times and it intentionally mixes up the resin that's in the in the tray or the reservoir and I'm more worried about the resin that's in the tank so now if I if I use my nutating mixer and I mix the resin every time then whatever ends up in the tank is properly at least proportioned right and then it'll get mixed at the beginning of the cycle the tank will be mixed because I'm doing it and life is going to get better. So it's not like I've had a zillion failures, but I did have one failure and I, I saw, I explained it in the video. Go watch the video. I think it's four minutes long. No, I know it's four minutes long. It's real short, but that was a, a huge process improvement. Bob Labs says he got his Prusa going to be a game changer. So Watch my video called uh, Reliable PETG on the Prusa. Actually, I think you've already watched it. I think that you could tell me in the chat. It might have been part of your inspiration. But you're going to love it. It's a great printer. Um, and the more important thing about the Prusas is that it it is a walled garden, kind of. And that's not really a walled garden. It's an op Everything's open source. But you have the Prusa Slicer, which is very good software and the continuously improving. You've got the printer's which are very good printers, continuously improving, and, and they, they feed on each other, and it's always, it always works. I don't want to be an experimenter in, the, in 3D printing land. Um, oh, good. Okay, so you watch the video. I don't want to... I, I have other things to experiment about. <laughs> when I want to print, I want to print. Uh, but anyway, the Formlabs Form 3 Plus also has been a magnificent uh, resin printer, and... 
this nutating mixer to keep the, the, the resin mixed, I think is going to be super good. Uh, I think it's going to remove a variable from the process. That's all it's going to do. It's going to remove a variable, which I'm very happy about. So, see video on YouTube uh, with nutating mixer in the title. I just posted it like 10 minutes before we went live. Um, so, uh, another interesting thing that's happened uh, this past couple of weeks is um, a young friend of mine named Jacob uh, started working for me because he had some time and uh, I put him to work organizing the shop, cleaning the shop. And this is part of the, <laughs> the, the Ford Lightning truck haul of stuff to the dump um, and moving stuff around. And he did magnificent work. Thank you, Jacob, if you're watching this. And uh, so we started cleaning up the shop. And uh, hey, Wes is here. Welcome, welcome, Wes. Uh, we started cleaning up the shop, and it, it's really nicer now. You could walk around. <laughs> I posted a short video about finding a flat surface, which was my surface plate, and is now again my surface plate, which I'm glad for because I have some things to do. Um, so the shop organization has been going well. Uh, the new, you know, the new oven affected some decisions and the, the early decision in organizing my shop to have everything on wheels that can be on wheels continues to be a magnificent decision because you could reorganize. I can go into welding mode, move things around. I can go into heat treating mode, move things around. For example, the welding table is my hot table for heat treating. And that works super well, which just gave me another idea. Um, one of the things I want to try in heat treating is is plate quenching. I've been studying up on, um, <laughs> on plate quenching. And uh, if you haven't started following a channel called Knife Steel Nerds, uh, you should. You'll learn more about uh, uh, tool steels and, and steel heat treating than anywhere else I found. It's magnificent. But um, I'm sort of inspired to do plate quenching on some of the, you know, I don't make knife blades, but I make things that are the shape of nice knife blades. Uh, I'm looking at you, Chris. And I want to try plate quenching. And what I've seen is everybody using aluminum for plate quenching because aluminum has the highest thermal conductivity. So whereas A2 tool steel is meant to be air quenched and you use aluminum plates to quench it, in my mind, it's going to be a faster quench. What if we use steel plates to quench it? I think it's still going to be a faster quench than air. So there's some good reasons to try to try this experiment and I'm going to look into it because the steel is going to stand up better than the aluminum and I John I'm looking at you uh this is this is a question I've had in my head so I'm going to I'm going to look into this it depends on the steel you're using I totally get it I'm sort of an mostly use A2 for all of my stuff so these are things I'm thinking about if you have any input on that Please let me know because 
I'd like to know if anybody's done that um, plate quenching with steel plates versus aluminum plates or both and has some some input uh, let's see other things in shop organization um, we succeeded in getting more things up up on the racks so I have a I have a pallet rack it looks like Home Depot in the <laughs> in one corner of my shop and uh, Jacob completely reorganized the pallet rack and that was uh, really cool because you could stand now look up at the pallet rack and see all sorts of bins and each bin has a label on it so there's lots of storage you can see stuff quickly and it works out great Tucker asks could you do copper plates yes but I have kids to send to college so I don't have all that money available or add a heat a heat sink on the outside of the plates to remove heat fa heat faster like Mr. John Grimsmo. So um, John's using liquid-cooled plates, liquid-cooled aluminum plates, um, to remove heat faster. And he actually, it's, it's, he's published videos on this. It matters. Like he has a, a five-gallon bucket of, of water that he uses and, and pumps that water through his cooling plates. And that water gets, gets rather warm. Um, and they have uh, thermocouples on it, and they have they got a process. They got a really good process. I'm not in production, right? So I'm not, if I'm going to make something, I'm going to make a, a couple of them at a time. Um, he's in production, so so he's got a better handle on that. So yeah, you can do things like a heat sink. In in his case, an active heat sink, liquid cooling. So yeah, these are things that I'm thinking about. But he'll he'll be the first to tell you that those plates get get damaged. The aluminum plates get dinged up from the process. <laughs> Tucker says use two copper based pots from the kitchen. Yeah, the copper on those pots is typically super thin, so you're not really getting help from the copper. Uh, you need some thickness. And the the guys that do an aluminum plate quenching, they're using inch-thick aluminum as sort of their minimum. And it turns out I've got I've got aluminum uh, in my my stockpile to do this with. And we'll see what happens. But anyway, anybody who has input on that, uh, let me know. Um, Having cleaned up, oh, then we added to shop organization, we added um, the short baker's tray rack. So we had a 20 a twenty slot baker's tray rack. We added a 10 slot, and then I built a work table on top of it, or a work surface. And that is also excellent, because now we have, on wheels, we have that. And... Um, I'm using, I, I put my grinders, my, my little uh, bench grinders on plywood uh, pieces that are the same size as a tray, okay, and they could slide underneath that rack. So that, that is, uh, I've already posted about that on, on Instagram. So you could move this thing around, you could move it out of the way, you could, you could move it where you need it. It's got a work surface on top and it's got a bunch of tools on the bottom. The 20 piece baker's rack or 20 slot baker's rack is being used right now for projects so i have a pro you know something's in work it's it's a project it's on a tray and it's in there i also use it as a staging area for the pfg stones so when i make pfg stones it may be in different stages right like if i have a 
if I have a day where I'm doing multiple types of stones, I'll have a tray of raw materials for each size and I'll shuck them into the baker's rack. Hey, Henry is here. Welcome aboard, Henry. Uh, nice to see you. Let's see. It's getting uh, it's getting late there, huh? Uh, sun has gone down where you are. Um, so that's uh, some news in shop organization. Uh, one of the other things that happened is it opened up the shop, so I can get I can get back to running the vertical machining center while I'm doing other stuff, and I'm going to make more laps. Everything ties together, right? <laughs> So I will be making more of my laps uh, now that the shop is uh, pleasant to work in. Oh, you just came home from Switzerland. Did you enjoy? I'm sure you enjoyed. I want to hear all about it. I want to know how much chocolate you came back with. <laughs> so what are you guys doing for shop organization? Or or is it sort of uh, you wait until it's a calamity and then you, and then you fix it? <laughs> We're trying to stay on top of it, but having a helper, having Jacob to help out was really great because he could be helping while I'm getting other stuff done, and it it was very encouraging. He also had some great ideas, which we implemented. Uh, let's see. Uh, just a reminder. Hey, Carl. Welcome. Uh, it's okay. We don't we don't penalize you for being late the first time. Uh, nice to see you. Hope everything is good. Uh, by the way, Carl, uh, you, you just reminded me, Carl, uh, volunteered a while ago to do some of the, uh, time indexing on the videos and he has done some of that and I've invited the rest of you to come help out. Uh, I, every now and then, if I get a little uh, time to do it, I'll go into one of the videos, I'll watch it, write down time codes and, and make the entry in the, uh, in the video description. If you'd like to help out. Just put it in the comments. You'll 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 figure out the format, and then I'll cut and paste it right in. Henry says that Switzerland was great, nice, cold, but sunny weather. Awesome. Did you do any skiing? Inquiring minds want to know. Um. So, a good reminder on that. Oh, so, uh, there was a there was a, a question of dust collection. So if you look at any of my videos where I'm walking around the shop, you may see the mist collector, which I have set up on, on the grinder. Um, I try to do everything wet grinding, but the mist collector, wet or dry, really helps with the dust. And I strongly recommend it. It, it literally took me from having to wear a respirator when I'm grinding and as you know, I do a lot of a lot of grinding uh, for the PFG stones. Link, link right here. How do you do that? Um, so it went from having to wear a respirator to not having to wear a respirator. That's how effective it is. And we could we could focus on that one of these days. But if you don't have a mist collector and you can get one, I recommend it. And you could probably build one if you wanted a project. I didn't want a project. Mine is a mist fit. 500, I think. Um, Sleeping Saloon, welcome aboard, sir. You have a new Rousseau, which is a Lista competitor, getting delivered tomorrow. The first of 14. Looking forward to filling them up. Oh, that's awesome. 
Anyone have any modular cabinet strategy suggestions? I've been using um, uh, what's the name of the uh, the uh, the guys making the little red the little red uh, I forgot their name. Somebody help me here. The guys that make the little containers, uh, who I love dearly, but I can't remember their name. Anyway. We use those little plastic bins, shallower bins. There it is. Shallower bins is a, a favorite here. So we use uh, Listas. Actually, I have Listas and the competitor Vidmar. I have some of each. And we use the uh, shallower bins for small parts. And uh, CJ Stevens says he 3D prints bins, which is totally cool. Acro bins, says Brian. The acro bins are, are not as... Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Shaballer. <laughs> I, I got it. K-Bonk, welcome, welcome aboard, sir. Uh, yeah, I use the shower bins. In fact, I was, just doing it, I was just doing it today. Part of what we did in our shop org was moved, moved some contents around in, in those drawers, and that helped things. I have a really busy uh, hardware store in one of the cabinets and we just moved uh moved metric around and that was all shower bins they have colors now i like the red they have blue so uh now is it worth 3d printing bins i ask that because you know i use my 3d printers to make trays for the pfg stones and I find that very much worth it. Um, so I guess I, sh I could I could get into making some trays for I mean some bins for the for the drawers. I haven't thought about that, but that might be worth doing. And then some folks are into yeah here it is. K Bonk says he's warming up to Gridfinity. So Gridfinity is I guess a standard that is open source and people you know made for people to add to the gridfinity library i know people are doing that i haven't messed with it yet my friend adam made some fantastic uh cat 40 tool holders horizontal tool holders that he 3d prints and they lock together and it's really super sweet i think it, i think it's on i think he put it on thingiverse you could check that yeah print as needed makes sense but you could also print special things which is pretty pretty nice I have all of my R8 collets and 5C collets in shower bins, one one per bin, uh, in a in a one of the uh, is it the Vidmar or or the Lista? I don't remember. One of those. Pretty neat. Yeah, I I like doing that um, and keeping everything organized. And I like the idea of 3D printing that stuff. One of the things that um, that McMaster is doing now is they're providing 3D models for a lot of their products. So you can download, in fact, I did it. I don't have it handy. Where is it? Ah, must be downstairs. Uh, I downloaded a big bolt, you know, a big, you know, one inch or one inch diameter uh, hex bolt, socket head cap screw, and I printed it. <laughs> it was pretty good and it worked. Printables has master bin collections. Okay, Printables is the Prusa uh, started site. 
Yes, uh, somebody did make a PFG stone holder for Gridfinity, and I wish I could recall for you exactly who that was, but it was one of one of our participants here, and I can't remember who it was. But yes, uh, anyway, if I could, if I can get a hold of the files, I'll throw it in our library here for anybody who wants. But uh, that is true. But let me tell you about that because I I like having. I don't know how Gridfinity works. I think you could lift it out of the grid, right? Because I like having the tray at my work because I typically will condition the stone in the tray or I'll leave it on the bench and condition it in the tray and then use it and it goes right back in the tray. You think it was Kyle Warner, okay. Um, yes, Bob Labs points out that McMaster Car has it uh, is integrated into Fusion 360. So you could be in the Fusion 360, grab a bolt, you grab the model for the bolt, drop it into your design right out of McMaster car. It's really super good. Um, so yeah, sounds, sounds great. I'll have to look into Gridfinity. I think Adam is, is might already be doing that. I'll have to check it out. Um, so uh, dust collection, going back to dust collection, do dust collection with your grinder please don't be breathing that stuff if you don't have to uh, and I could tell you that early in my grinding career not doing the stones but doing you know metal I was able to tell <laughs> with with a special cleaning tool I was able to tell that I desperately needed to um, avoid breathing that stuff and that's when I started wearing a respirator yeah so sleeping saloon says it's easier to follow my quote don't leave pfg stones laying around the shop rule easier with the portable bins yes agreed and that's why I, that's why the trays are part of the system they're not they're not an afterthought and it's not just for shipping very important uh, Blake says it's yes, it's lift out, and there's also magnet configurations as well for a little more security. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to okay. I'm taking this as homework to look at the Gridfinity. It's probably a real rabbit hole. K Bonk says search for two five eight zero Gridfinity bins, the best collections you've found to date. Okay, twenty five eighty Gridfinity bins. Thank you. I will. I will take a look when I have my search time. Usually late at night, sitting in my comfy chair. Okay, so uh, I think it's time for a McMaster car catalog drawing. What do you guys think? So what I've done, I have the list. What time is it? Yeah, it's perfect timing. Here's the list of everybody who entered following the directions on Instagram. We have 39 entries, okay? So after typing all the names into a spreadsheet, I then randomized the order of the names so it wasn't in chronological order. So they're still labeled 1 through 39. 1 through 39, okay? And now we're going to pick a random number between 1 and 39. 
and we'll see what happens. Now, here's the rules. It has to be uh, USA only. Sorry, guys. Uh, it's a McMaster car catalog, so it makes sense. Uh, and because I've already randomized the order, if the person I pick either doesn't get back to me or is ineligible because they're not in the United States, we're going to drop down the list to the next person. So it's still random. <laughs> K-Bonk says, you have too many already. Yeah, I get it. Are you on here? Did you enter? No, I don't think you entered, so it's okay. All right, are you ready? Here's how we're going to do it. It's kind of fun. I already set us up with uh, random.org. I'm going to go over here and put in 1 through 39. Okay. And I'm just confirming 1 through 39. And we're going to hit this the generate button once, and we're going to see what number pops up. Can I have a drum roll, please? Very good. Excellent. Nice rhythm. You ready? Here we go. Number seven. <laughs> Kevin says drum roll. Number seven. I'm going to write seven on my paper. And I'm going to look up for seven. And I have it right here. Uh, Duvlitho. Duvlitho, you are the winner. And uh, please get back to me with your um, mailing address. And I will ship this out to you at no cost to you. Just because I'm that kind of guy. All right. So there it is. Number seven. You're a winner. And I'll type it into chat just so we have a record. So make sure I spelled that right. Yep. <laughs> oh, you went. <laughs> That's right, Kibonk. I get it. So there you go. Uh, Forty-eight hours is the is the time limit. I'll I'll do a post on Instagram, um, but basically within forty-eight hours, I need your address, and we'll get this out to you. Okay. This is done. No job is finished until the paperwork is done. We got that. And I will take this time to remind you that next week... Oh, Brian McMaster, 10 miles from your house. So, uh, Brian, remind me where you are. I'm trying to... Is this Chicago? I've never been to a McMaster car facility in person. Um, my mom used to live in New Jersey a couple of miles from, from the, the big warehouse in New Jersey. And I've always meant to go. Oh, in Ohio. Okay. Um, I, I always meant to go, but I never did. And uh, I kind of regret that. But one day we'll find an excuse to go to visit McMaster car. What an what a amazingly organized company. Um, all right, that's done. So next week, because today is the, um, as you know, is the 12th. 
So if you add 7 to that, you get the 19th. And on the 19th of February, we're going to have a double header. We're going to have two guests on the PFG Live. Oh, they, don't, they have no signs anywhere. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta find somebody who works there and, and get a tour. Um, so next, next week on the PFG Live, we're going to have two guests. The first time ever that we're going to have two guests. And the two guests are Mr. Tom Lipton of Ox Tools and Robin Renzetti, also known as Rob Renz. So they will be they will be on the live simultaneously. My job is to start trouble, have a fire extinguisher handy, and just keep things moving. <laughs> oh, I did not see the McMaster coffee cup. I probably need a McMaster coffee cup. I probably do. I'll have to look one up. <laughs> okay, so next week on the 19th, Robin Renzetti and Tom Lipton right here on the PFG Live. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. And there may be some technical issues because of all the data that's going to be flying, but I think we got it nailed. That <laughs> yes, Kevin, Kevin points out that February 19th is our superb owl day. Um, although there will be, we'll, we'll, we're all going to be winners, right? If, if Tom and Robin are, are, uh, on the live with us, we're all winners. So that's good. So that's on the 19th. Uh, let's see, we could turn off, uh, our randomness as if we were able to control that. Yeah. You better not be late next week. It's going to be, it's going to be a hot, uh, a hot episode. I, I have no idea what the agenda is, but we're just going to get those two guys started and stand back. It's like starting an engine. Uh, so there you go. That's that's our double header. Well, we're, we're doing great today. We have covered uh, all the topics that I had listed, and we're open to any questions on any topic from you guys in the chat. And we will uh, we'll take it as it comes. CJ Stevens asks, what is the part number for the, for the McMaster car coffee cup? Is it a McMaster car part number? Inquiring minds want to know. I'm sure one of our illustrious band will uh, come up with that part number and we will publish it here. Maybe, maybe we'll do a giveaway on a McMaster car coffee cup. That would be kind of cool. Meanwhile, in honor of the term coffee cup, I'm going to have a sip of tea from my Kinetic Precision tea canister. Uh, okay. Well, we'll find out if we get that number. Awesome. Let's see. How's our uh, how's our lag doing here? Oh, I can't check the lab because I don't I don't have a, a time hack. Oh well. Okay, so uh, we'll look for any questions in the chat. If anybody has a topic um, that they want to address now or bring up next, you know, next week. Oh, that's the other thing I want to say. If you have any questions for Tom or Robin that you want them to cover, here's what you do. Uh, you can direct message me uh, on Instagram. That's the best thing to do. And I will start cutting and pasting 
onto a list of those questions and try to get a little bit organized. So any topics for next week for Tom or Robin or me, um, or who, who am I kidding? I'm just the moderator, but put it, put it into a DM on Instagram or you can go to pfg.gg slash links and you can find my uh, link to the Kinetic Precision homepage and find the contact button and hit the contact button and you can send it that way. There you go. That covers everybody, even if you don't have any Instagram access. pfg.gg slash links. Okay. So we're coming up on uh, 145, 13.45 on the East Coast. And if I don't have any interesting questions or topics... <laughs> And there is an interesting question just showing up. Paul Morley asks, do PFG stones exhibit the same convex slash concave behavior over time like the laps do? The answer, sir, is yes. So, in fact, it's a very interesting uh, thing you bring up. Because they're identical in size, okay, when you condition them together, the top guy is going to start to become concave and the bottom guy is going to start to become convex. But what do I tell you in your directions on the stones? I tell you to randomize your use of the stones. So sometimes one is always the, is the conditioner. The other t you know, another time, uh, it should be the working stone. So you should, you should not use the same stone on top all the time. And also, there's nothing stopping you from using the brown on the orange when you're conditioning, okay? So by by changing that up, okay, you will you will uh, even that out. If you do the same thing all the time, eventually, and it'll it will take a long time because they're the same material. Um, it'll take a while, but eventually it will it will do the exact same thing that a lap does, and one will become convex, and one will be Come con concave. So just keep switching it up. Which 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 direction you're using them? Which direction you're using them? Okay. And which one's on top? And which one's on the bottom? And that will take care of that problem. All right. I'll have to Google for Mc the McMaster Cup. It's just some guy making them. Uh, <laughs> your wife says, "Oh joy, we get to go to McMaster again." Were they so? Were they very pleasant at Will Call? Are they nice, nice folks in there? Inquiring minds want to know. Um, did I answer your question, uh, Paul, on the PFG stones? If you go to pfgstones.com, it will take you right to the product information page, and right on that page, I tell you to change it up and randomize it. And that's that's why. Okay. Any other questions of any type on any topic? And if not, we will wrap it up. I thought about that when, when we started getting into the, the laps and stuff. I knew somebody would be asking that question. Okay, in, in the absence of any further questions, I think we'll start to wrap this up. 
Uh, next week, the 19th, Tom Lipton and Robin Renzetti on the PFG Live. And, uh, oh, you can't go inside anymore. They bring it out to you. Wow. Do you call them? Do you let them know you're there? How does, or do you, you go in and say, I'm here, and they say, well, go sit in your car and we'll find you? Tell us how that works, Brian. Thank you, Kevin. Nice to see you. Or see your typing. <laughs> so this video, as you know, will be up on the YouTube. So if you if there's any information in it that you need to go back and reference, it will be there and it will be there forever. Oh, so you call them. That's pretty cool. Well, if I'm driving down uh, New Jersey Way past their New Jersey warehouse, I'm going to I'm going to buy something just so I can go in and pick it up and see what the process is like. I'm sure they're not open for random visitors because that would screw up their whole system. Uh, uh, Mr. DeVlitho, get in, get in touch with me and we'll get you your McMaster car catalog. See you guys next week. Thanks for being here. Uh, buy yourself some PFG stones by going to pfgstones.com. And help support all this madness. Madness, I tell you. See you guys next week.